Jimmy Zero. Welcome everybody to another Philadelphia podcast. I'm Brian Franio. Joined by me is my co-co-host, now game podcast himself, Mr. Dion, and our boy for our media. How we doing, fellas? We're doing great. Busy, busy day. You know, lots of news for sure. So yes, very sir. tired. Another day, man. Another day. Uh, another day that I have to deal with somebody being here that I don't want to be here. But, <laughs> you know, at this point, you just unfortunately, like you deal with it and you move on. But I am not wrong for not being happy that he's here. I am not wrong for being upset that he's still on this damn team, sucking us dry from for almost $8 million to do nothing. I'm not wrong for that. So anybody who feels that I'm wrong for that, I'm sorry. I'm just going to tell you straight up and kiss my ass. I give a fuck. I'm sorry. I, just, I, I get tired of content creators out there telling us that we're wrong because we have our own feelings. If I feel that it's negative pretend to still be here sucking up a cap space sucking up a roster spot wasting our time doing absolutely nothing then i'm not then you know if i'm wrong i don't want to be right but it (laughs) kills me when other people tell you how to feel off the rip and that don't make sense to me i'm sorry ain't no way in hell you can tell me that i'm wrong because I don't like the fact that 10 is here and I'm, Oh, you're not a real faithful. And, 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 you know, if you don't understand this, you just, you, you don't cover the team. You don't get it. You don't know anything. No, that's a crack of shit. It's how the fuck I feel. So you can't tell me how to feel. And you can't tell me that I'm wrong because I don't like him. And I don't like the fact that he's never done anything for this team or should I say he's never done enough, but you can't tell me that, me thinking what we did was a dumb move makes me out of tune with the franchise. I'm just not going to be docile. I'm not going to agree with everything they do. And I'm going to go against some of the shit that they say. I don't, let me tell you something. You know, all the people that say Kyle is always uh, honest. That's a lie (laughs) in itself because he lies all the fucking time. John lies too. The only person yeah. who don't seem to lie seems to be Jed York, but we don't really want to hear from him 90% of the time because he's always going to say some asinine shit. Like, let's keep Jimmy Garoppolo. And what the fuck happens? He's still here. So we're going to go over the roster. We're not going to spend a bunch of time talking about his worthless ass. I just had to put that out there that for anybody out there telling me that I don't know nothing about my motherfucking team, that I don't know that I'm not in tune with what goes on because I don't like the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is here and, oh, we have the greatest backup in fucking football and all that shit. Y'all can feel that way. I do not. And I will maintain my stance until 10 is out of the fucking building. And if you continue to feel like, oh, well, this person doesn't know anything, that's fine. I'll continue to prove you wrong by presenting nothing but facts. It's very simple. While everybody is out there running around kissing his ass, singing his praises. Oh, oh my God, we have the greatest backup quarterback in history. It's fantastic. <laughs> Y'all go ahead and do that shit. I'm not this about to fucking yesterday. sing his praises. For what? 
Why would I sing his fucking praises? Somebody tell me what he's done for this team in the playoffs outside of losing us the NFC Championship game and the motherfucking Super Bowl. What has he actually done for me to sing it. his praises? I got there it. There is nothing. So I'm just letting it. everybody out there know, period. I got y'all it. can say whatever y'all want. I have my feelings. You have yours. Respect my opinion, but don't try to tell me that I don't know my shit because I don't like the fact that 10 is still here and I feel like it was a real dumb fucking move. That's all I'm saying. I, I Go got ahead, an answer Izzy. for you. He pancaked Anthony Barr for Debo Samuel. That's it. That's the one positive. <laughs> one play. He, yeah, barely. One play. Yeah. One play. Barely. Barely. And it was like a like a half measured pancake yeah. where he was already falling and then he had his arm out so that way everyone says it's a pancake. Yeah. All right. I mean, he tried. He tried his best. <laughs> and you know what? You give a quarterback credit for, for, for effort because <laughs> they ain't supposed to be doing shit like that. We need so your You, you can field. all shove your one play trade crap because I got one play for you, and that's one play Jimmy in the playoffs. Uh, I got one play for you. It's called a bomb to Danny Gray for 84 yards. Did anyone see that? Media, you saw that, right? <laughs> yeah. Brendan, did you see an 84-yard bomb? Uh, I, was I was there yes. live. I was there live. You were there live. Wow. So one play <laughs> through an 84-yard bomb. Hmm. You know what, what I also saw? Jimmy? I saw a baseball side because he actually values being available for the team and getting it mm. shipped on. After mm. reading the field... Three times he literally stopped after he rolled out right and reread the field. Guess what? Your 10 never did that. So, all you freaking sexuals can go F my ass because I'm Jersey and I don't give a shit what you say. Okay, so before we move on, let me go over my premises real quick. I said it. (laughs) (laughs) Before we move on, let me go over the formalities. All right. If you haven't yet already, go over to twitch.tv backslash very faithful podcast and hit that follow button. We're also on Twitter, twitter.com backslash ffpod49. Hit that follow button for all your Fortnite updated news. We're also on Instagram as well, instagram.com very faithful podcast, spelled all the way out. We also have a TikTok, tiktok.com backslash very faithful podcast. And I started this new thing called Playback where you get to uh, come together as a community and get to watch uh, some 49er games each week. And here's the link right here. Get playback.com backslash room backslash for every full podcast. If you want, you guys want to join the room, I will send the link out on Twitter again. Um, I sent it out yesterday for those of you that want to join. And every Sunday I'll be showing uh, the game throughout the season. And it's for us to like get together, talk football, and see how the game's going and all that good stuff. So, and get I wanna, playback. And but, I want to thank uh, Get Him Boy Lou because he came out and he shared the po- the link today. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, and then we're also on Facebook as well. So hit that like button on Facebook for a faithful podcast. So moving on. Moving on, let's talk about the 53-man roster. Um, we had a bunch of cuts today to make uh, this team go down to 53. Um, so I want to get your guys' thoughts. And we'll start off with the quarterback. 
um, squad real quick, and this is actually kind of surprising to me. Um, uh-huh. So bring it out. All right, so we got Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Brock Purdy. The Niners cut Nate Subfield. Is that surprising to you guys? Yes and no. Yeah, yes and no. Yeah, so look, yes, because he, he wasn't consistent and he oh. threw picks and clearly that they are saving another useless quarterback oh. instead of him. Um, and yeah, that's it. All right, go ahead, Dion. No, what I was gonna say was like we'll we'll try to rotate it because I feel like I I I know I go on rant, so I'm gonna stop <laughs> doing that. So we're gonna rotate it. Um, Melissa, you can go ahead and finish your point, but uh, we'll go to media, then you know Brandon, and I'll go. I'm fine. Uh, you you sure? Good. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I didn't want. I didn't want to. I didn't want to make it seem like I was telling you, you know, be quiet or anything, because that's not the case. I've told B all day long that I've enjoyed your ranting on this, and that I appreciate you <laughs> very much because you're like one of the only like big names out there that is actually calling it like they see it, and it, it, it's been pissing me off for at least. A good thirty hours, so hey, just be well, Dion. Shout out, Media, to Joey. how you feel, baby? How, how you feeling? Uh, so I think you know personally, I'm. I get what why they have Garoppolo there, but I'm kind of maybe someone with you would say Dion because I don't, I don't like that Jimmy G is going to be looking over Trey Lance's shoulder. I, I get you know that he'll be able to help Brock Purdy out now, but just. The fact that I'm a little scared that, you know, if Trey Lance struggles or knocking on it gets hurt and, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo's to come in and he's looking better, that Kyle Shanahan end up sticking with Garoppolo, even though he's been saying Trey Lance is QB1. So that that's just what I'm concerned with about this, you know, the quarterback situation. And, yeah, I'm a little shocked that they decided to go with three quarterbacks, but... I think it's also a smart move. You know, the whole theme kind of of this offseason, I feel like, has been going younger, um, you know, at, at a lot of the positions, you know, offensive line, for example, even the cornerback room. So um, it, I think it, it's, you know, not super surprising that they let Sudfeld go. And I, I think the, the nice thing about Garoppolo is he's going to be able to help out Trey Lance, but also Brock Purdy for however long, you know, Garoppolo may be on this roster this year. What's going on, Sin? Um, Dion, you want to finish what you what you want to say with this? All right, so for me, I'll make this short and sweet. Good job, Brock Purdy, for beating out Nate Sudfield. <laughs> I ain't going to punch you, man. No, really, good job for beating him out. I'd like, hey, man, I didn't anticipate such. I truthfully didn't. I didn't think that he was going to beat him out and take, take his job. So Mr. Irrelevant became Mr. Relevant by doing so. Um, for Trey Lance, I already know that, you know, this is our guy. The quarterback room is better with him in it. We traded the future for it. We traded, you know, a lot of picks to go get the guy, and now we have him. So let's continue to keep, you know, bigging him up and putting him on top. Um, you know, as for 10, 
I'm not happy that he's here, period. I don't care what nobody nobody says. I don't care how anybody feels. I'm not happy that he's here. I'm not happy that we're wasting money and a roster spot giving him anything because he don't he, we don't owe him shit. The biggest nope. issue with me is number one, we're paying him almost eight million dollars. The next issue, number two, why would we give him a no trade clause? For what? We don't owe him shit. We owe him not a damn thing. So there's no reason for us to have given him any type of control in this deal. The other yeah. thing, the third thing is we did the work for other franchises. It has been said all off season that if Jimmy wants to go elsewhere, he is more than welcome to him and Don. He can go and talk to teams and restructure that contract. So it's more team friendly. Because they know he's not worth the twenty almost twenty six almost twenty seven million dollars that he was that 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 he was due initially. So now you bring it down to about sixteen to seventeen with incentives, but you still give him almost eight million guaranteed. Why? Why did you do all the work for other teams? Here's the issue. Nobody wanted Jimmy in the offseason. He screwed us by having that shoulder surgery, so that just tanked his, his trade value altogether. And along with that, we have yet another Kyle Love affair. When he first came in, what did he have a love affair with? Kirk Cousins. Didn't get Kirk, did you? So you got stuck with Jimmy. Then for years on end, you decided, I don't like Jimmy. I need to get rid of him. I need to get him out of here. And you tried. In many different ways. None of that worked out. Matt and the floor hung the phone up on you because he was like, I am not giving you Aaron Rodgers. You can kiss my ass. You told Tom Brady no, which makes absolutely no sense. But you kept Jimmy. So what'd you do? You said, you know what? Keeps getting injured. Can't do this shit anymore. Nobody's giving me what I want. Nobody will trade. Fuck it. I'm going ahead and getting the guy in the draft. Now you have Trey Lance, the incumbent starter, who's going to do great things who will have ups and downs. But you know what you just did to trade Lance? You cut his legs right from under him by keeping Tim here. And I'll tell you exactly why. It makes no sense for you to have that man on this roster. It will cause a rift in the locker room at some point. Don't believe me? Got a perfect example for you. When trade Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo were going in and out, what the team come to do? They said, Kyle, we don't like this in and out stuff, man. It's messing with... Jimmy is messing with his leadership. He can't get into a rhythm. This isn't going to work. So at the end of the day, what, what happens is you look and you say, well, I got to do what I got to do, I guess. So Tara Dome says, real talk, when no one is buying your 84 Plymouth, you have to cut the price to 6.5 M's. First of all, I wouldn't own an 84 Plymouth because that, be, <laughs> that, that is not a good car. I love you, Terado, but that ain't that is not a good car. Uh, Second of all, if nobody is buying that '84 Plymouth, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna sell it to the junkyard for five hundred dollars because that's most likely what I'm gonna get out of it. And that's what we should have done with Jimmy Garoppolo: is let him go for the little million, two million, whatever we owe, and that would have been fine. But now you have him here, and back to my point: if Trade Lance isn't playing up to snuff, up to par. He has a few bad games. What do those whispers in the locker room come to? Hey, man, Jimmy's still here. You know, we could keep him. There's no reason we don't have to. You know, we could just put him in 
We were winning with Jimmy. Come on. Come on, coach. Although it's supposedly been made clear that this is Trey Lance's team. <laughs> no questions, no ifs, ands, or buts. So you're telling me that Jimmy isn't active on game days? You're telling me Brock Purdy is the backup? Are you going to, like, put him on the puck list? Are you going to put him on the NFI list? Like, what are you doing with him? And that's the, that's the unknown. But he's here. Yeah. And me, I'm sorry, at 22 years old, I was very egotistical. And I can tell you right now, if you came to me and told me, and they said they, they talked to both quarterbacks, everybody was fine, and all that other stuff. But I can tell you right now, if I'm 22 years old and I'm out there about to quarterback this team, but you brought him back, I am burning up inside. Because if in any way, shape, or form, I get benched for him, I want out. I don't want to be here. Keep his worthless ass. Let him keep fucking you in the playoffs. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So while everybody is all happy-go-lucky and, oh, man, we got the greatest backup in football, you're not thinking of what happens when the locker room starts to push. And those are your people. You will listen to them. They will give you advice. They will come to you and tell you what they think. The other thing is, you, the fan base has already been divided as it is over Jimmy and Trey. And now they're even more divided because you got the Jimmy sexuals out there that are going to push for Trey Lance. They push for Trey Lance to be on the bench the minute he throws an interception, the minute he doesn't do something up to par that they feel is better than what Jimmy Garoppolo could bring. And it's not going to work. You have to leave that kid in there. Let him earn his stripes, let him take his lumps. He's got to throw interceptions. He's got to have fumbles. He's got to be sacked. All these things have to happen. He has to have his ups and downs, his ins and outs, his ebbs and flows. But you've got to allow him to be able to do that without the pressure of having this jackass behind him. And that's where I draw the line. I don't like the fact that you put that pressure on that kid. And yes, he's great under pressure. Yes, he's, he, he's ridiculously poised. Yes, he comes from a good family. His father taught him well on how to deal with adversity and deal with these things. A lot of people are saying, well, this lights a fire under him to do better. I want to do better, but I want to do better without having, you know, to look over my shoulder and think possibly this locker room might turn on me because this punk motherfucker is still here. That's all I'm saying. And you can't tell me that's not a valid point. Yeah. Izzy, go ahead. Okay. You want to be positive about this? God bless. Let it be your happy flag, whatever. But my issue is, can you at least cut the crap that when Jimmy Garoppolo is the backup quarterback that we're definitely guaranteed the Super Bowl? And we're already counting how many backup Super Bowls he has? Okay? That's one. Two. This locker room, you want to keep saying that wasn't divided last year. Please tell me exactly why Brandon Ayuk was in the doghouse, and it wasn't because he was showing up late. It wasn't because he wasn't taking it seriously. For the very fact was that Brandon Ayuk, day one, was a Trey Lance fan. He didn't work with Jimmy. When Brandon Ayuk came in, he had, what, two, three snaps at most during the Jets game? And that was, what, before or after the Jimmy injury? So there was no continuity there. There was no love there. There was no solid anything there. So Brandon Ayuk suffered at the beginning of last year 
because of Jimmy Garoppolo and his hurt, freaking coddled feelings. So that's two. Three. This whole, uh, everyone's gonna support Trey no matter what. Y'all fucking went ballistic on Thursday when we got shut out in a damn preseason game and we're calling Hellfire. Now you're gonna tell me that this kid is gonna be left alone enough to actually go through the ups and downs with a freaking completely all new offensive line that only has Trent Williams as its only remaining starter. Like, come on, get freaking real. And the fourth thing, if I have to hear one more egotistical freaking male chauvinist say that you don't know what the hell you're talking about because we've never been in a football locker room. Give me a fucking break. There are actual people, man and woman, who actually know what the hell they're talking about. And we don't have to actually have been in the locker room to understand a goddamn locker room. And five, if this freaking thing was supposedly set in motion a month ago, a month ago, that's what they were talking about on the stupid phone call, then A, how come he didn't have the playbook? B, how come you all were trashing Jimmy Garoppolo for the past month saying that he got his money in 2017 offseason and then ghosted you and did not show up until the offseason and you could not have one single return phone call or text message? So um, give us a freaking break. This is Jed York and Jed York's doing and it's exhausting. I want to bring this up real quick. So in that interview, in that press conference, stay on the uh, on the phone. Uh, Shanahan said there aren't 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL, and we have two of them. Also, <clears throat> says Lance is absolutely QB1, and Garoppolo is the backup, period. This is me. Okay, so Tim asks, of course, there are natural tensions when you do this, but again, the football logic of this is obvious. So uh, what what the hell is your guys' takes on what Shanahan said about that? They're desperate for a freaking traffic. And he's doing what he's told to by the York family. Yeah, I gotta yeah. agree with that. They gotta They're be desperate for a draft pick because there's no reason for them to keep him otherwise. Yep. What was the point? And, you, and like, like you I don't know how much you like, guys uh, pay attention to other teams, but I, I live in Jersey, so I, I, and my father is a diehard Giant fan. You all saw that Tyrod Taylor got hurt on Sunday, right? With a back injury that he re-aggravated and he's having huge back spasms and he had to be carted off. Daniel Jones is coming off a horrific neck injury. Maybe not exactly like Peyton Manning's, but pretty severe where he got knocked out last year. And they just cut out the only other healthy quarterback on their team, Davis Webb. So you're telling me teams like the Giants that are so beyond pathetically in desperate need of any kind of quarterback help will not trade for this guy, whether he was cut down now or he was on his original contract. That proves that no team is going to give you compensation. So you're wasting a roster spot. You're wasting guaranteed money that he does not deserve. And you're just brewing more toxicity and negativity where it doesn't need to be. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, we'll start talking about... Um... <laughs> Freaking yeah! Let's ten. move on. Let's ten. move on. Let's move let's to a, move a more exciting group. Yes. The running back. Jordan right. Mason time. Let's go. I was wrong about that. I did not think Mason was yes. making this roster. All right, here we go. So we got Elijah Mitchell, Trey Sermon, TDP, Jordan Mason, Jeff Wilson Jr., and Kyle Huszczyk. 
Guys, Hasey's finally gone. <laughs> yeah, actually, no. They said if he cleared waivers that they were resigning into the practice squad. Uh, makes sense. But at least he's um, off the, the 53. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But uh, what's your guys' thoughts? Um, how do you like it? What what do you, What's the rating you guys give on the running back core? Go ahead. Uh, we'll we'll start with Melissa and then go up from there. <laughs> uh, I give it an A. I, um, I personally would have preferred a, a little bit more room for other position groups, but on the whole, I I really love that. Jordan Mason is going to be here. He's like Elijah Mitchell last year. They just kind of took over the team. And I don't care if you want to say it's second, third, fourth, whatever the hell stringers it was. Jordan Mason had that incredible, gritty mindset. He did not care about holes. He didn't care about the protections. He he came out. Didn't matter what line was out there. He just went at it. And that is something I love to see. I've dealt with Saquon Barkley up here. I've dealt with these guys that like tap towing in the backfield and that we have two guys like that now with Elijah and Jordan Mason. That is just something I'm dying to watch, especially week one against that bears defense. Yeah. I, I personally like the room because personally, like the thing is I, it makes sense. I think why I will say hasty wasn't on this team. Also, like the thing, he's always a preseason hero, and then just, you know disappears during the regular season. Ha- has fumbling issues. Just doesn't look as good, right? And so, mm-hmm. also, I I think that the Niners have kind of like changed the type of running backs they're going with because you have TDP, who's also that like bruiser type of running back, and Mason's the same thing. So. To me, I personally thought they were going to have one less running back, but it makes sense to me why they would have chosen Mason over Hasty. Plus, uh, we don't need the special teams help anymore because we went out and got the Odoms and we got all these other guys that are supposed to be special team players. So there's no yeah. going to be more Hasty need on special teams. Yeah. Well, what was the grade that you want to give it, uh, Media? Uh, I'd give it an A. No. Okay. D, are you done with your wings so you can talk? Wait, man, I'm sorry, bro. You know, look, I, I'm, I'm the chef in the house, man. You know, I get down in the kitchen now. Like, mm. Hey, what it's flavor hot. did you go with? These are lemon pepper. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh that's hot. Lemon go. pepper, man. Let me let me show you because I, I just came from the gym, so <laughs> I even share, share my food with y'all. Nice. There, there it is. Got it. You gotta you, you gotta gotta eat right after you come out the gym. I um, love driver ribs and <laughs> the run the run the uh the running backs group I give an A. Um having Elijah Mitchell there, you know he's R V one. Um Wilson Jr. probably made the squad just based off the fact that he knows the system and he's a Kyle guy. Um T D P and Trey Sermon, it just only made sense. You're not gonna you're not gonna cut two third round guys that you invested in. Um, I, I do agree. Sermon is definitely Basura. Um, and then Jordan Mason. I'm gonna tell you right now, Jordan Mason would not have cleared waivers, and that is the reason why he is on this team. He did way too much in that in the preseason, and there was way too much talk about him for them to even try yeah. and allow him to be able to hit to clear waivers. It would have been a wrap. Somebody would have snatched him quick. 
Hasty? Nobody going to Oh, oh, oh my God. They would have jumped on them. You oh, know, yeah, did, for sure. Did Chris, but, did Chris Carson actually retire and Penny's hurt too? I don't know Where's who Seattle? retired. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It I was Chris Carson who retired. But. Yeah. yeah, that's who it was. No, see, and that's the thing. In Seattle, every running back winds up getting, <laughs> um, you know, hurt in, in in Seattle every five minutes. So they need another running back and they would have put Jordan Mason in there behind that shit offensive line and wound up screwing his life up. But um, I give it an A. I love every every second of it. We don't really, you know, I mean, we, we're including juice in this. We know what juice is. He's the best <sighs> football night in the game. I know. I, I knew know. I was coming this, up. This, hold on. <laughs> I will say this. I knew forty-four was coming up. I, I know tried a lot of people. I, I know Melissa is not a juice fan. I am, and I'll tell you this: I'd rather <laughs> have him out there blocking and him out there possibly catching the ball and running a wheel route so he can actually get hit on it properly because there's going to be a quarterback that can actually throw him the ball properly. Um, but he is the ultimate Swiss Army knife. He's the best fullback in the league. There isn't anyone better. And I'm happy to have him here in the scheme. And I do believe that his usage actually goes up more as far as passing because now we have a, a, a wider variety of things we can do on the offense. But I love Juice, man. I ain't got nothing against him. I think he's great. Fernando, I have already accepted that as long as that motherfucker is here and he wants to be a niner i am not gonna get my wish wait do you all <laughs> think we actually argument but i will say this i will take 44 gladly if i never have to see ross dwelly out there trying to block for the rest of my life because ross dwelly sucks on special teams he holds like a motherfucker he cannot throw a block to save his life. He does one little tiny baby push like he's like freaking Eric Flowers from the Giants with the alligator arms and then he quits and he just stands there and lets everybody else fall around him like dominoes. So <laughs> I have one player on this team. Congratulations. I will gladly admit I like more a little bit less than Juice and that happens to be Ross the Boss Dwelly. So there you go. <laughs> I was gonna ask, isn't Hokit isn't didn't he get released by the Cardinals? Yes. Yes, he did get released by the Cardinals. They signed him initially as a tight end and they yeah. released him. So he'll probably wind up on our practice. And I don't doubt it. Wayne Breezy, Mike Andrews, I believe Fernando, Taryn, and everybody happened to have a very lo- big love of fest tagging me saying, Melissa, guess what? They got him and they picked him up. It's like, uh, what did you expect me to do? Just go all Jersey on your asses and cuss for 20 minutes? This isn't an episode of The Sopranos, okay? I live in North Jersey. I don't live in South Jersey, okay? I don't live near Philly fans. I live near Jets and Giant fans. So, Terry, at least Facts on that one, bro. Facts. At least Trey can hit wide open Jews on a wheel route now. Hey, the boy Kelts is in the building. Kelts Chronicles. Hey, man, we got to get Kelts on the show, bro. Yes, and one sure last thing do. on your whole Swiss yeah. Army knife. Kyle Yushek cannot get one yard to save his freaking life on quarterback no, sneak. No, 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 no. Twice, yeah. Dion. It wasn't once. It was twice in a row. And he could not get a freaking yard. <laughs> twice in a row. You'll make up for it this twice. year. Twice. 
Hey, Do don't worry. Do you know how long I had to live through that Green Bay game? Do you know how much shit I got for four and a half straight months about how we lost twice in a row to the freaking Green Bay Packers to my brother? Twice. You always, what you do is you remind him you can't beat us in the playoffs where it counts. Exactly. Easy way to it, it don't work that way with that motherfucker. Christian boy, Christian's in the building. Let What's do. going on, man? Hi, Christian. Hello. Christian, what's your grade on the running back room? Uh, What's my what? Grade on the running back room. Uh, Here, I'll bring it up again. I mean, we got what? Four? Five. Four, four. Or no, four. Yeah, Yeah, we got got five, five including juice. My bad throwback. Six, yeah. Five, including juice. I mean, I'd give it a C plus maybe just because – we don't, you know, I don't trust Wilson that much. I mean, he's not. I never thought he was all that great so anyway. Fat. Uh, I don't know the rookie. The, you know, we got to see from the the rookie, uh, David, the rookies Price and Mason, and then, you know, I've been high on Sermon, but you know, obviously he still has some stuff to show us. And Mitchell is a, a number one guy, so I mean. I guess you can give it a um a C, you know B C plus C minus or B minus wow. maybe just what we can see how it's going to go. I mean, maybe you could bump it up to a B if you want to go with like just having so many running backs by committee because we've had so many injury issues. Maybe, mm-hmm. but uh, I'll give it a I'll give it a C plus for now, and then come back halfway through the season and ask me again, and maybe we'll see if it changes. <laughs> Just because okay. you you. It's so unknown. Like I, I trust uh, Mitchell. I think he's great. Um, I like Sermon. I think he's going to actually play well this year. So we'll just kind of have to wait and see and see what Kyle's plan is. But it does. What I do see from having so many running backs is Kyle's going to be, and then also like um, we're bringing back the other tight end after we put some guys on the IR. It's going to be all yeah. It's going to be all about run blocking. Lance is going to run a shit ton this year, guys. Like, that's what's going to happen. It's going to be like the fucking Bashar. This is going to be like what in high school what they call the wishbone offense. We're just going to run <laughs> and run <laughs> and fucking run. Hey, Christian, can I ask you a question since you're like the one who gave it the lowest grade? Yeah. Who do you think is going to get that third down back time that he sees not going to have anymore? Uh, so who who's going to be the third down back that he uh, – hmm. I would say Sermon, um, most likely because if you when you look at the tape, if you, if you actually especially look at uh, Sermon's college tape, he's he can he can block better than all the other guys in the passing game, um, and he can catch the ball out of the backfield. So I think you gotta hook up with Crystal because she's the only other person like I know who's die die hard Sermon well, right now. But that's but that's what I'm saying. Nobody, I don't think a lot of people have watched how good he was in college and how well. <laughs> And how well he like he you got to think look at the two quarterbacks he played with in college and how much he helped them he played with Fields and Murray in college at Oklahoma he played with Kyler Murray and then he when he went to uh, Ohio State he played with with Justin Fields he made their jobs so much easier because he's really good off delayed handoffs he's good off his own read 
you know, he's good off all the stuff Kyle's going to be doing anyway with Lance. So he makes the most sense for third down because he can block really well in the passing game. He can catch up a lot of the backfield. So he would make the most sense for third, for third down back. Um, you're going to see Mitchell there at times. The only thing that hurts with Mitchell is he's not as good blocking uh, pass blocking as Sermon would be, but he can catch the ball really well out of the backfield too. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see um, the two of them back and forth as a third down back because from what I know from uh, the Davis Price rookie, he's never even caught the ball ever. So I, he's not. There's no way he's a third down back because he's not because he's not catching the ball out of the backfield. So you think Mason could be a third down back? He could, maybe. Uh, we haven't seen enough of him to even know that. Maybe I could. Maybe I should watch some of his college tape and see if he can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a big, powerful guy, so maybe that mean maybe he can pass block. Like if you look at Sermon, he's a big, powerful guy, and literally the big, powerful running backs are good pass blockers. The smaller, stouted guys aren't. And then, uh, the Davis or the is it TDP? TDP never has even really been in any passing downs when he was in college. So, I he's going to be a first, maybe second down guy. Um, but I just feel like Kyle's going to probably put, um, you know, the hot. He's just going to rotate the guys, and whenever whoever has the hot then hot. Whoever has the hot hand that game, whoever's just they're just feeling it that day, that's who Kyle's gonna roll with. And then the next game, he's gonna rotate him constantly and he's oh shit, that's the hot guy. Put it keep handing it to him. Mm-hmm. Cause look at that year we went to the Super Bowl. There'd be times where Brita was just fucking boom, fire, fire. Mostert next, boom. Fucking Wilson was having a good game. He was just going with Kevin the hot Coleman. Hand. Kevin uh, Coleman. A- a- actually it was mostly um Coleman, Brita and uh and most got sprinkled in afterwards. Yeah, that's true. Because like, like most of for like the beginning of the year came in if Brita was being benched because he was dropping too much, or yeah. he'd come into the Saints game and they had that that trick play where it was um flicked out to Juice and then it f- was flicked out to I forget who the second guy was on in the running back crew and then it was done throw down to Mostert on the trick play. So most of it really took off at the end of the year when Brito was hurt and kind of in yeah. trouble with um, Kyle. And then when Ke- Coleman went down in the bike, uh, in the green Bay game, that's when he really, really took off. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to move on to the wide receivers now. So oh, yep. there we go. Okay. we got Debo Samuel, Brandon, Ayuk, Jawan Jennings, Ray, Ray McLeod and Danny Gray. Uh, besides Debo and Brandon, do the rest of them have any surprise on making the roster at all? Nope. 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 I was just surprised a little bit that um, what's his name? Uh, Malik Turner didn't make the roster. I was a little surprised with that because he, he has a his special team and just having a veteran, you know, in the in the locker mm-hmm. room at the position. See, that I didn't make would. that that didn't surprise me because a. Lee Turner had that big um, penalty that for hit. The... well, he didn't get penalized, but he, he still hit him on the the helmet. Um, yeah. B, we went through this last year with Nasimbo Webster, where we all thought he was a shoo-in because he was such a good returner, and then Kyle flat out said, "I'm not going to keep somebody here just for special teams." Mm-hmm. Um, and, and C, I just 
think that they're trying to trim where they can. So I, I think we got the main receivers that we all thought were going to make this roster and that they decided just to put the roster spots to elsewhere because they are keeping 10. So I'm not that shocked, actually. What do you guys think about, like, because from what I heard, they're actually going to – they're interested in putting Willie Sneed on the practice squad. They'll probably, I, I don't like that at all. I, I look at it like this. Um, the five guys that made it were the five guys we all pretty much were projected to make it. I did yeah. think that they would have kept a sixth. Uh, they probably are keeping a sixth because we have the worthless piece of shit that is number 10 still here. Um, <laughs> but that, yeah, yeah. But either way – I'll say this. I like the five that we have. These are the guys I thought that were going to be here. And these dudes are definitely going to do great things. I know Jawan Jennings hasn't looked the greatest. But let me tell you something. Uh, Jawan motherfucking Jennings is going to come back. He's going to come back in the season. And he's going to shut everybody up. And he's going to show us all how great of a dude he is. Can I ask you guys a question about that? Yeah. So who here has remembered the years where Dante Pez, Richie James, all these other darling practice squad preseason gems were perfect in getting all the rave reviews. Like at the end of the day, I'd rather mm-hmm. have Jawan Jennings be the badass superstar that he is on the actual field when it actually matters than having him be dynamic and have all these freaking perfect practice things. And secondly, to, to bounce back off that you do realize that our corners are all time better than they've been in a very long time. So if we didn't see Mooney and Mosley and all these guys actually getting any good reps, we'd be all crying bloody murder that we didn't get Asante Samuel Jr. again and all these other cornerbacks that you all were falling in love with for the draft. And thirdly, Brandon Ayuk, part of what is making him so special right now is he spent most of this offseason with Trey Lance. They've been hanging out together. They've been nicknaming each other. They've been Instagramming together. Like they, they've been working with yeah. um, TJ Husama and yeah. Brandon's people. Like there should be some disconnect where Brandon is a little bit above them all because he spent the most time with him. Yeah, that's Trey's little milk dud. That is milk dud. I you were gonna Honestly, say I think we only went with five receivers because like I was saying earlier, it does seem like Kyle's freaking building this offense for the fucking chuck it, chuck it and run, chuck and run is the best way to, it's going to be run the fuck out of that shit. And then it's going to be like fucking, we're going to throw like three or four deep shots and hope we get a couple of them. Because what do we all know about Kyle? Kyle does, Kyle's plays are set up to keep going it's mm-hmm. like if this happens okay oh cool we're gonna go here mm-hmm. um if this happens oh cool we're gonna go here you know i mean that's one thing you can say about him is he definitely plans ahead when it comes to his plays the only issue is when he runs out of plays because mm-hmm. then it's like okay if you got a freelance it bro freelance but i mean we're just gonna have to pick it up but I honestly think that the wide receiver room is fantastic. Um, also, I don't believe there was anybody in preseason that showed us a reason they needed to be here. Nope. Yeah. No, I None do not. Tell me, Huxley. Not at all. Cut that shit off the screen. I do not miss him. Or Kirkpatrick <laughs> or that asshole that came in for the Miami game a year before. Look, 
Tommy, don't you go in here setting people off, damn it. Oh, like, damn. Tommy be out here with Tommy be with the shit the whole time. <laughs> the um I was gonna say. But so I, I mean I, I I think we're gonna see a pretty simplified offense the first couple of weeks. I mean most of the year probably from Kyle to try to get Lance comfortable. Um <laughs> It'll I, be interesting just to kind of see how the game goes and and yeah. how much it it works. But I honestly am not going to be surprised if we're going to see Trey running himself. Like he's got, there's going to be a lot of it. Yeah, and that's why I don't even take so much of preseason like out because Kyle Shannon obviously isn't going to go out there and like cure exactly. all our plays. You know, like that's why I'm yeah. not. It's preseason and it's okay that we looked bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But I also think he wanted it to be like the Lions and the Cardinals game last year, where he wanted to see his team under and see how they bounce back and dealt with adversity. Like, you won the other two preseason games. You didn't have to win the third. Like, he wanted to see how people dealt with pressure. And he got to because Purdy completely choked playing hero ball in that last series. Well, freaking, I mean, he he took out Trey so fast because of, how bad the O-line was collapsing and everything. He didn't want to get yeah, Trey hurt. It wasn't yeah. really Trey's it was, fault. It wasn't Trey's yeah. fault at all. People are blaming it like it is, you know? And for so. all the Jimmy stands, how many times have I done perfect, flawless routes and was not touched at all? And Kittle. So for all you Jimmy stands, back the hell off that Trey didn't see Brandon for one damn throw. But she most likely was told to throw it to Debo anyway. Yeah. All right. So moving on, we're going to the tight ends, which we're not surprised about at all. Damn, I did it again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So George George Kittle, Ross Dwelly, and Charlie Warner. Well, Croft is coming back too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he'll be resigned once he clears waivers. No, no, no. They have the side deal because Curtis Robinson and Jimmy Ward still have to be put on IR. So when they are put on IR, they already said they have backdoor deals with Tyler Croft and Jordan Willis to come back yeah. to the squad. Yep. So that we don't have to worry about them clearing anything. They're coming back. Yep. yep. I see you switching over there, D. Yeah, I had to switch up, bro, because uh, your battery's dying. Yeah. But the so the four the four tight end thing really when you think about it, it what it tells you is we're running the fucking power run offense all year. Mm-hmm. Like Trey, Trey's gonna run the ball a lot more probably than he's gonna pass it himself. Honestly, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I'd rather not. If I'm I mean, honest, I agree. That I think it's true, but that's what he did in college too. And yeah. like until it, it, it almost feels like until he really gets comfortable in the passing game, that's what Kyle's gonna do. Yeah, and I like the four like tight ends also because you know we have question marks at the offensive line too. So I think. You know, having an extra tight end will help because then you can, like, that's, have Charlie Warner out there blocking too. And that's that's my second worst nightmare come true. Did, that did you, George Kittle is going to be lining up as a six offensive lineman for the first few games because the O line is not up to snuff yet. And I did not want to see this happen again. But <laughs> do you guys see what Michael Lombardi said on the Pat McAfee show today? Yeah, should I bring it up? Well, I can just I can just give the cliff notes. I okay, go ahead. Thing. So, for for one, this guy swears he knows it all. For one, and he he swears by the fact that Kyle wanted 
Mac Jones because Mac Jones fit his offense perfectly and he got bullied um, from the front office to not um, get Mac Jones, which to me that doesn't act tells me that that guy doesn't know who Kyle is at all. Really person. That's uh, mm-hmm. a guy with a bit as who loves himself from some him, you know, Kyle loves him some him and has a big fucking ego. I don't really see <laughs> him being that way. And, like he said, he also said that Kyle actually wanted Brady. The rest of the front office, the fr- the rest of the front office, um, John wanted didn't want Brady. Like they told him no, and Kyle's the one that wanted actually did want Brady. And then the rest of the team, the rest of the front office said no to that. And then he said, uh, Kyle isn't isn't really liking the way that Lance is looking, and he you know. He, you know, he said they're going to, you know, obviously run, which I, uh, this part, I somewhat believe like they're going to run it a lot and Lance is not 100% ready and they might be worried, which he could be full of shit because he, he still believes in the, in the Mac thing. And I think a lot of the media were still upset and slighted that the Niners didn't take Mac because they were so wrong. Did their butt they hurt. hate being wrong. Oh yeah. That's what I, but I mean, Lance is only. Lance is so raw because he only played 11 college games and then he has two starts in the NFL. Oh so he kind of just went on about like Kyle, how Kyle did this, Kyle did that. Kyle uh, is worried about, um, is worried about Lance. That's why they're bringing back Jimmy. Everybody's acting like Jimmy's so great. And like, it even like just Pat and his, and his guys talking about the whole time, how Jimmy, they're bringing back Jimmy because, they're worried about Trey and it's going to cause all these issues. And it's like, I'm worried about the issues part, but I also think they brought back Jimmy and the making him the backup quarterback is all a ploy because they're going to fucking trade his ass within the first five weeks. Yeah, he will. Yeah, they will for sure. And the Um, whole point was now that his fucking contract is $6 million, it's not going to be very hard to trade him compared to $26 million. Like it makes sense. It's annoying, but they also got Trey's, approval from it so like trey was in on it so that he knows that he's still the quarterback so i'm hoping that that makes it not an issue trey's not a diva so like this whole him being cool with it it's like this is who he's been from the start he's propped up jimmy he said that jimmy's had his back even on plays when you could clearly see the sidelines and jimmy was nowhere to be seen near trey lands he kept saying that jimmy was helping him break down the plays and see what he was doing like yeah this is who he is i think I think Jimmy's going to be gone within the first couple of weeks. That's probably what's going to happen. And it's just annoying because we gave all these fuckers that were all about fucking Mac Jones more ammo. So do you guys all believe the Brady thing? Because I remember hearing about uh, Gronkowski and Dana White going both off on how it was supposed to be the Raiders and how Gruden put a kibosh to it. And they both admitted it that Gronk and Brady were going to be in Vegas together. And Dana White was facilitating it. He probably did put it. It probably is true because Gruden likes to be in charge and have full say. And when Brady's there, that doesn't happen. And, Dude, and for the when other Brady point, Brady speaks. That, you listen, and that's not that's not Gruden. And for yeah. the other point you brought up, if Kyle Shanahan wasn't the one dominating the draft board, then please tell me why Kyle, John Lynch is still the the GM because they pretty much said. We need a guy that's going to let Kyle do what Kyle wants to do, and you're just the facilitator of what Kyle wants for this team. Yeah, yeah. Michael Lombardi was pretty conceited. 
today. So <laughs> I don't like pretty, Michael Lombardi. He was pretty at conceited all. today. Um, I was just I watched the whole yeah. thing and I'm just like, eh, some. He sounds like, like the rest of the media. Yep, honestly. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, Fern brought up because uh, Jesse and Marco are on right now on 49ers Red Zone. So um, they said that Jesse and Marco would like Anthony Harris on this team. What's your guys' take on that? See, I don't. The thing is, like, I feel like because Jimmy Ward's only going to be out for four weeks, I don't know if you really need to go after a guy that, like, is, you know, that high of, like, a starting guy at the safety position. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like I would want us to bring Tart back, but it's also like I feel like where where would he fit then? You know when Jimmy Ward's healthy because you I don't think you can you know not play Hufanga then Mar- so like I don't really like that either. So Marcus Blair's out there from Seattle and Seattle's dumb for letting him go. That's who we should go get. Yeah, that guy has that guy has speed, fucking run and he's always near the ball, runs to the ball, and has great cover skills. As bad as we've been struggling at, at safety, that guy is a legitimate starter in this league, and he just got cut. So, hey Dion, what? Uh, so Fern just uh, brought up that I guess Jesse and Marco are talking about um, they would like to see Anthony Harris on this team. What's your take on that? I don't even know who Anthony Harris is. <laughs> Honestly, I don't, I'm not. I don't watch college football like that, so I couldn't tell I you feel who it. these guys are. Yeah. Um, I mean, if he's an upgrade over Mike McGlinchey, should welcome. But the one thing I'll say is, that, and I'm not shooting on McGlinchey anymore, man. The dude's—he's a good run. He's a great run blocker. He's a—he's a so-so pass. Blocker. He's gonna fit right in. How much we're gonna run the ball this year? It is what it is. We're just gonna leave it alone and hope and pray that he's healthy. So Can I ask you guys a question, question about Tart though? Isn't his strong suit playing the strong safety like who found yeah. that? Well, so, you don't want to. Like, I know people are saying that he can play both, but wouldn't you want more someone that can catch and play free safety better than Tart? Yeah. Nah, I'd rather, I'll tell you right now, for me, I'll stick with the people that we got. I'd rather let George yeah. Odom go out there and start. Yeah. And, yeah, you I know, agree. probably put even put Tarverius more on special teams if we need to. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. I think we have the guys in the building. Um, to be able to get things rolling, I don't. I, we don't need to bring back Tart, but I mean, if he comes back, he's gonna have to come back on a nice little friendly deal because throughout the year there will be injuries, there will be things that go on, mm-hmm. and we will need that money. Um, we could have had all of that money, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. so offensive linemen looks like we kept Trent Williams, Aaron Banks, uh, Jake Brindle, Spencer Burford, Mike McGlinchey. Basically, that looks like the starting five. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Jalen Moore, Colton McKibbitts, Nick Sakel, and Daniel Brunskill. So those are good backups. Works perfectly fine for me. Not mad at the offensive line. Um, Brunskill is our juice on the line. He can play any position. Yep. I preferably would like to see him more at tackle. He seems right tackle. better there. Like he was really better good. There. He was really good at 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 left or right tackle. Because you remember couple years ago when uh, school was in because Staley was out and he was getting his ass handed to him by Miles Garrett. Uh, yep. School of who? Yeah. That, that, that was school, gone now. School is yeah. actually good against the Browns. School got his ass handed to him against the Packers. No. Both times that he had to face the Packers, he could not handle the Packers at all. 
so bad that they I actually had to flip the positions and let Brunskill do left the tackle because well, no, what I'm saying is what I remember him getting his ass handed to him was in that 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 Cleveland game. Miles Garrett was just murdering him. They put Daniel Brunskill in and all that shit stopped. So for me, um, I like what we have on the offensive line. All of those dudes are well worth us keeping. And the guys that got cut probably have a few guys uh, thrown onto the practice squad. I know a lot of people have been talking about this guy, Leatherwood, Crazy Juice. Um, a lot of people. And everybody's that. But, but what they're saying is really – I know, but what I'm saying is everybody is saying that he probably fits our system better than what mm-hmm. they were doing with the Raiders. So yeah. I don't know that to be a fact. I don't know much about Leatherwood, but mm-hmm. media, what you what you got, buddy? I was also going to add that, like, for Alex Leatherwood, also, like, when he was coming out of, uh, you know, college, like, he actually – he's better as a guard than a tackle in the NFL. True. Yeah. How you feel about the line, Lefty? Uh, I feel like Banks will – I mean, he looks like he struggled, but – He's going to play better just because he's going to be next to the Silverbacks. So I, nope. I'm okay with him lining up next to next to Williams because, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he, you know, Lincoln, got, Lincoln played fucking so damn good last season. Oh. But I wouldn't be surprised lining up next to the Silverback didn't get his ass paid. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, you look real good when there's a Pro Bowl left tackle, one of the best players in the NFL right next to you. That's yeah. not hard to do. It's like playing next to Nick Bosa. You should have a couple sacks playing next to somebody exactly. that damn good. Exactly. And I like Brendel. I think he's going to be um, – I think he's tough. I think he does good. He, he, he fucking has a high motor and he never quits. So I like Brendel. Um, Buford's been good. I think um, it'll you know take him probably a little bit of time. I'm sure he'll have some jitters being a you know rookie. Uh, but once Mike's in there next to him, I think he'll, he'll – um, Settle down, um, but this 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 all the offensive line is built to fucking run that fucking ball, and that's what we're gonna do. Yes, sir. Yep. Like you put fucking Kittle next to McGlinchey on that side when McGlinchey comes back, and you run fucking power behind the two of those. Fucking I'm, Mitchell, I'm Mitchell whoever they get they get blamed. Mitchell is gonna fucking eat, especially with Burf Buford too. You that dude the right side of the Burford. line when you're when when you're running. Oh, he fucking, oh, it's Burford. Burford. <laughs> I don't know why Burford. Burford. A lot of people call it, a lot of people do say Buford, but it is Burford. Burford. Yeah, Burford. <laughs> fucking, he's gonna do it. He's gonna fucking, dude. The the right side when we run to the right, power. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Especially because if Debo's lined up on that side and he's blocking corners too, because he's a fucking good blocker. Or you throw Juwan Jennings over there as well. Oh yeah, who's oh, a great God. blocker too. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. That that's just it's un it's unfair. Um, you did bring up the defensive line. I did. If Here we, we are. Let me say this: If we win the Super Bowl, it's going to be. I, be built, I am like surprised that there. Nick Sakal is here though, and not Jason Poe, because I thought Jason Poe was a stronger run def- uh, defender. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, shocked, but you know how Kyle is. He's like super particular. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised that Kel didn't like. I'm not surprised he made it because, first of all, he's a draft pick, so he's cautioning him, and it is yeah, going to Col- have him. Colton McKinnon cut his first Jason year too. Poe, and then, like, I think that 
also he's just gonna be that developmental type of guy that's on this roster. Like he's not gonna be playing a ton mm-hmm. unless you know we we have a ton of injuries. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. D-line. Let's go l- look at this number one D line. Okay. Okay. So we have Nick Bosa, Javon the Barbarian Kinlaw. Ooh, I'm so excited. Oh, Charles yeah. Charles Kerry Hyder Jr., Hassan Ridgeway, Drake Jackson, Eric Armstead, Samson Ebucom, and Kevin Givens. The surprise cut for me. And Jordan was- Willis we can add, too. Yes, thank oh. you. But, you know, the surprise cut to me was Kamoko Ture. Oh, yes. I'm so yes. Really good this that this really Maybe practice squad, do you think? I, I don't know. I don't know if you no, gonna let that player he, I don't think he's oh, gonna bring, bring waivers, man. I bring think it back. Dude... Yeah, it's true. Bring it back up, Brandon. Okay, yeah, yeah. Boom. I was just a little surprised about it, Ridgeway. Like if you so if you you can Ridgeway's uh, see I agree, Ridgeway's the surprise signing was where Ture gets cut because of the Ridgeway. I, I don't I don't know enough about Ridgeway. It's surprising because of the rest of the guys I see on there. Well, they said they want him because he, he's more inside, and we don't okay. have a lot of depth on inside because everyone's getting banged up inside. That makes sense okay. because, like, I like because Givens, if he stays healthy, is a fucking beast in the oh, inside. He's good. He, yeah, he just has to stay stay healthy. So, like, with Armstead and Givens, and then you got apparently Ridgeway with Kinlaws, the guys on the inside. Um, I like that pairing. I don't know about Ridgeway too much, but see, I really like that pairing with like. I don't see why Kinlaw can't, as long as he stays healthy, can't play. You know, constantly go, and then we can rotate him here and there. Um, but Givens looked fantastic, and he's going to look even better next if he's at times next to Kinlaw. And then, same thing with Eric Armstead. If he's next to Givens or Kinlaw, he looks good. So, um, works out well. And then you kind of look, you got, so you're going to have Willis coming back, Jackson, Hyder, and Amenahu all fucking switching off um, opposite of Bosa. And those, so those guys, think about it. Bosa's obviously going to always be in there. Those guys are going to be coming in fresh when Bosa's going to be taking double teams at times. I think there's, I have no, like, I feel pretty confident about that rotation on the right, on the other opposite side, getting a lot of sacks. The only thing that I would have done is I would have tra- traded Samson and I would have kept Teray. No, I think well, okay, Sam, why, I like, why does everybody want to get Samson's rid of, got a uh, high motor and he fucking is it is it the fact that it is it his money? Like what why do why do people not it's like it's money him? and it's just like he's very no, he's, on and off. Like but it's that's not a, but the thing is he was like when he was on the Rams, he played totally different. And like he, he had to, like he's gonna be linebacker coming, as well. Yeah, coming yeah. to the Niners, he had to learn the positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's and why and it took him time to. Another year with our D line coach. Watch, he's gonna he's gonna be good this year. He was yeah. good. He had flashes last year because he's so quick off the line and stuff, which pays to his advantage. I think one another year with with our D D line. We have the best D line coach in the in the NFL. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So he's gonna be good. I, I fucking love that rotation we have for the deal. Even though he never has a voice. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. No. Nope. That dude he never got no voice because he's always screaming. I feel like Chris Kasarek was a drill sergeant in his past life. <laughs> yeah, right. But, Chris Kasarek uh, has to be the most fun person to ever watch on mic'd up on the sidelines. 
Now here's 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 the thing, Fred, Dre, and Aziz. We all know they're starting. I yeah. did not expect Curtis Robinson to make this this squad due to him. Yeah, always I was being injured. I was confused too. I was really confused when I saw that he made it. Orrin Burks is obvious, and mm-hmm. BFF. I mean. Well, I, I, you all thought point. that fool was going to get traded, man. I, no, his, I will gladly admit that, that I thought DFF was trade bait. He's had flashes I will gladly has, admit that I thought that. He has good He has good ball skills, too, though. So and he has yeah, flashes of time. He's all right. And I he mean, can they, fill they in when we need him to. Special teams. Guys. But you got to remember, we got three starting middle linebackers on this team. Yeah. yeah. Which is ins- the thing about it, it's oh, insane. Yeah. Because Fred's obviously all pro fucking Fred and would start on every single team this but you look at Aziz and Dre, Dre, and they would start as middle linebacker at most defenses in the league. I was surprised that McCrary Ball didn't get the nod over Curtis Robinson, if I'm honest. That's, that's exactly that's, who I was thinking true. was going to get yeah. the nod. And when he didn't, I was very surprised. But, I, I, you know, I think McCrary Ball winds up uh, I honestly, guys, making I it would, elsewhere. I wouldn't be surprised, though. If some of the some of the way this defense is built has to do with um, D'Amico Ryan no. finally getting to probably run more of the defense style of defense that he wants to run and not the one he has to run because the last year was what he had to do because he was so freaking you know um, open at, at the, he was told screwed at the corner at the corner position the D, the mm. DBs in general mm. now that he's got some guys that can actually that can that can fucking ball. I think he's going to run a lot of man, a lot of – I think he's going to run a lot of man blitzes. So I think we're going to see a lot more blitzes this year um, because of the coverage. I think just the way he's going to call the defense is probably <laughs> – doesn't make sense now, but it's probably why he we probably see the guys that made the team in it, uh, and, and are a little surprised because I think he's going to surprise us with the way he's going to call this defense this year. Yeah. Can I ask like, you guys, are you surprised that so many of the young linebackers got cut when Aziz and Dre are both on one-year deals right now? I mean, I think I'm not completely surprised because the fact that I think like a guy like Saguna Lobi and Mercury Ball, they're hoping that they're going to be on the practice squad and then develop them and then probably one of them, you know, comes up next year because we're not going to be to pay Greenlaw and Aziz, yeah, well, yeah. or maybe well, what even are the, both. Didn't so. we lose two linebackers last year? Jonas Griffith and um, uh, the guy that got picked up by the, yeah, the, from the, the Ohio Giants? State, Ohio State guy. Yeah. Think about and it. Denver and the Giants, I think, both picked come, up linebackers last year. So no, Come trade deadline, there's a good chance what Greenlaw or Aziz are get one of them's getting traded, probably, during mm-hmm. the which is fine because we can't bring them both back. Yeah. Personally, I'd like to keep Aziz, and we trade Dre Greenlaw. I like disagree good, with you. Get a green, a good return. See, D, I think Dion will agree with me. I think I'm not saying that. Greenlaw, I'm not saying that eighty percent of the, the fan base won't agree with you because you know it's every like, what have you done for me lately? And Greenlaw had a, a shaky beginning last year, and then he was mostly on and off due to injury. So I'm not saying that most of the fan base won't agree with you, but. I fell in love with Big Play J, and I think that after Frank chewed him out last year, rightly so, for going for the big tackle instead of filling the gap, I think Greenlaw has that fire, and he and the Seas have this natural, like, friendly competition between them, and I think he's has a back, bounce back year. So. Aziz just has that motor to don't quit, though. That guy is fucking hot. I do. I do agree with you, Lefty. That 
I do agree with you that uh, I, I would probably keep Aziz over over Dre. I like what Dre does, but the thing is, is um, for me, it's more so just a health standpoint. That and too, this, last, this last year, he hasn't been the same guy that he normally has been. But um, media, what do you think, man? Well, see, the reason I'm saying Greenlaw is because of the injury, so he could be a little cheaper, you know, to be able to keep. And so that's what I think Greenlaw. True, is, true. Yeah, yeah, from a number standpoint. Case. Yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. What yeah. we got next? Right. B groups. Here we go. <laughs> got the cornerbacks and safeties. Yes. Oh man. Let's go. Let's start, let's start with the cornerbacks. Looks like we got Charvarius Ward, Emmanuel Mosley. Samuel Womack, son of Bobby Womack. I'm just kidding. He's not related to Bobby Womack. We found a fucking late round gem, guys. Hey, Womack, Womack is a fucking dog. Dude, dude, I'm so excited to see him. Oh this my year. god, he's. Can we just amazing. have every pick in the fifth round? Because we somehow I always know. Can we? Nail it can in we just round. trade Jimmy Garoppolo for like a fifth, a sixth, like a couple fifths, a couple? Sixths. What's up, Arner? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell you this though. This, 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 here, here's here's the crazy thing. Yeah. This list is not including a pup list, Jason Verrett. Nope. That's true. When he comes back, oh that's man, true. oh man, that that's gonna be crazy. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, Ward and Mosley are the starters. Simple. Well, mm-hmm. Max most likely are nickel. Having mm-hmm. Ambry and having Diamador as backups is fantastic. So, but I will tell you this. The number one dude that I want to watch all year long <laughs> is Sam Womack. Oh, and I'm calling this. Okay, and everybody guys. has seen this. So let me tell y'all right now. If y'all see anybody else doing this, you better let me know. Because I started <laughs> this and I'm going to On a the check, absolutely. Song, you're talking about the song, right, Dion? Yes. So if anybody ever does that, y'all let me know because I'm coming for their head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Dude. If he fucking starts getting picks, start the season, I'm getting that fucker's jersey. I'm t- hey, look, man, I'm telling you, all, all I'm gonna do is do the same thing I did when he had his first two picks. If you think you're lonely now, wait until Womack intercepts you. I'm telling you, these he's got the best defensive plays of the preseason from a defensive back. That one around the league, strictly based on his two interceptions. That one where he what you want from a DB. The one you're not gonna the one he picked off. I know the one he picked (laughs) off of Jordan Love, dude, where he was on the receiver's hip the whole way and just snatched. Oh yeah, absolutely picture perfect. A thing of beauty, gorgeous. I saw that live in person. I'm telling you the one where he was fighting with the receiver all the way out of bounds and he oh, yeah. didn't give up that uh-huh. ball because he listened to his coaches and they said, we want turnovers, we want interceptions, we're counting tallies and you're going to fight until the whistle. And that he took it to heart and he fought and got the ball. That impressed me because that is something that you cannot teach someone. They either have that mentality or they don't. Mm-hmm. Those he is the definition of like D'Amico Ryan's word swarm. Talk that talk, media. <laughs> what's the definition for of people that don't know? For people that don't know, tell them what swarm means. All right. So swarm was <laughs> the saying that Mr. D'Amico Ryan's made last season 
for the nickname of this defense. Exactly. Yes, so sir. What we want is everyone to understand that the defensive backs that we have are going to make plays. We will have way more interceptions than we've ever had in the Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch regime. I guarantee it. It's The interceptions are coming. They're going to be there. And I'm telling you right now, you do not want to be a quarterback trying to throw a chart. Throw, I'm sorry. I'm not going to call him Charvarius. I'm going to call him Mooney. I saw his interview. He wants right. to be called Mooney. He don't like being called Charvarius. He I just thought that Matt's little Charizard. The crazy thing is he sold his whole family out. He gave government yep. names and nicknames. I'm yep. like, Mooney, don't do that, bro. Don't tell everybody who your folks is now. You, you get quiet. You know, they, people so, show up and they randomly start doing stuff. Let me you know, ask they this. start asking for money and shit, you know? Let me ask this. Why so many times that we see during, you know, training camp and so why was Ambry struggling so bad? Because at the end of the last season, he was fucking balling. I don't know, man. Maybe it's a sophomore slump or something, bro. You, yeah. you do realize that just some guys don't give it all in practice, whether they're just yeah. not naturally pop practice players or they just don't think that they have to give it their A game because they think they drafted and that they're going to save themselves for... Joey always So, that's the thing, too. And then with, like, Lenore, up, he, he was obviously showing a lot of flashes What's last up, year. Joel? And then Finally, it came out. We found out that he lost his brother and cousin, mm-hmm. um, and that was really hard on him. So, and then like that's when he kind of like lost his spot and his play dropped. So, mm-hmm. you know, are we going to see, you know, the Lenore that was playing really good and um, getting in positions and getting interceptions now that he's got his head right because i could understand his head you know being a young guy a young kid and losing your cousin and your brother and not being able to play football so like i also thought that we sat lenore because shanahan wanted to test out ambry last year i think because in that bangle game ambry thomas was burnt toast we lost an interception we lost a, a bosa sack and it's just like they, they kept him out no matter how ugly it got. And I think that they really wanted at that point to test out Ambry Thomas and see if this guy that they, they got in the third round right behind Sermon was going to either fly or, or fail. And so I think the personal off-the-field issues is part of why he got benched and he was riding pine, but I, I also think it okay. had a lot to do with seeing what the hell Ambry had. Yeah. yeah. That, I guess that makes sense. Like, I just – I think – them being our weakest links in the corner makes me feel pretty good because I like them both. Yeah, so, that, 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 I, that I think they can both ball. You know, I was um, sold on Trevarius Ward the very first presser, and he goes, I did not think that Jawan Jennings was going to get that open and bring that kind of toughest. And he just like went on like for like two minutes complimenting Jawan Jennings' mentality. Hey, he's a, he's a football football. He's a football guy. He, it, look, and 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 the crazy thing is, Jennings is what we wanted Jalen Hurd to be. We really wanted. <sighs> well, him to be need two days in a row. I, I did. I know. Don't you bring Dion, up that name? I think I think that Kyle had a whole package package for that <sighs> guy. I won't speak his name. I think yeah. Kyle Thank had a whole you. package and idea for him, he but I, I think yeah. I think what he did. Oh yeah, I think what he did is he somewhat filled the void that um, that uh, 
What's that his name? Led by Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Lee? Bourne, because you know I love me Kendrick Bourne. That I guy was Kendrick. clutch like as him. fuck. He was always clutch, oh, yeah. and that's what that's what um, Jennings has brought. Like, Bourne did the same thing. I also think Bourne. that Jennings is going to do a lot of what they schemed up for Deadlegs because Deadlegs was yeah. also brought here for a very specific, yeah, Shani oh, yeah. love project. Yeah, so like I think with Jennings though, I think. You know, he drops the ball sometimes in stupid situations. Bourne did the same thing. But then when you need a fucking catch. Hey, statistically, guess down, what? Out of the two of them, Debo has more drops than Jennings. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So but, you all can come at me with your Juwan Jennings hate, but it's practice. Oh, no, I love Juwan Compared Jennings. to actual field play. I was, so. yeah, I I was talking up Juwan Jennings. I was talking up Juwan Jennings in his rookie season before – Last year, which was his sophomore season. Hey, I I told everybody. Hey, what what do we call him, Leon? Christian, this is his second year because he was on the practice squad and then he got injured, so they they yeah, had the injury settlement his first year. So this is technically. Yeah. But year that two. year, that year, I was talking him up and excited because yeah. I yeah, said you, he was going to yeah, be our no, you, I had said were, he was going to be our possession guy. I was saying mm-hmm. he was going to be, you know. I was talking him up from the get-go. Like, he's going to be our possession guy. I like his big body. I was sold on him when you saw that phone call between him and Kyle. (laughs) I don't care what nobody says. We call him Juwan motherfucking Jennings because he was was the man. And I'll tell you this. The other thing that I'll say about Jennings is that what he brings in that, that, that blocking game, we don't have in another receiver. I love Debo. He don't block like Jennings. I love IU. He don't block like Jennings. Danny Gray and Ray Ray McLeod ain't about to block like Juwan motherfucking Jennings. And the best part about Juwan Jennings is he's that guy that you're never going to know if he's being used in a stunt to block or he's going to get the ball. Oh, yeah. Like too many of these people, it's clear that they're either there for blocking purposes or they're for catching purposes. With Juwan Jennings, you can actually really hide intention until the play actually unfolds. Yeah. yeah. If you want to know how much I love Jennings, you should see how fucking excited I would I get when he fucking gets a third down conversion. I'm fucking You really gotta love the Rams and Bengals game because I've had at least seen the Bengals game 45 oh, times yeah. this offseason just how clutch he came up in Fourth, oh, so awesome. the fourth, was, uh, fourth quarter and in overtime. Oh I know I was oh I was losing it in that game. That game I got so pissed off when Robbie fucking bring, bring up the bring up that the again because I, I, I we didn't even touch them. We, we yeah, got the into, uh, okay, so we got Huff, we got Tarvarius, Odom, and Jimmy Ward, and Jimmy Ward will most likely wind up going right on to the short IR, IR and will most likely. Um, oh wow, Tara Dome, why you doing like that? Tell us to so, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> my bad, bad Tara Dome. I, I get it. Sorry, took a second to click. Don't worry. No, no worries. My bad. It, it took a second to click. Come on, dude. Yeah. Dude, I, <laughs> I, I didn't catch it at first. You gotta get. get, get <laughs> at first, I was like, "Oh, he gonna do it." And okay. then I thought about it, like, "No, dumbass." He meant like, that. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ain't chew that shit. A two dollar <laughs> You ain't chewing that. You gonna you gonna have the strongest jaw in the world after trying to chew that, but. You, well, you clearly have not gone to a Colombian diner and try to have those skirt steaks that they order for oh, breakfast dude. and yeah. they're so hard. Dude, freaking Dion, so are, are you worried about the safeties? Because I'm a little... No. No? Nope. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now. Here's, here's my number one reason why I'm not worried about the safeties. 
Tylenol, Hufanga. I'm but sorry. I worry about, I worry, hold on, though, Dion. I worry what? about him a little bit in coverage at times because mm-hmm. in the run game, he fucking flies, dude. He, but I worry about him. I worry about his coverage skills at times. Like there's flashes, but then there's times where he just. Christian, I gotta ask you, what the hell did you think when he had that huge hit versus the Packers? Fucking. Ronnie Lott, fucking he he he, he like yes. took the soul of Ronnie Lott and fucked that motherfucker up. That's what I thought. And it was clean. And he moved his cut. side to make that sure that they were cut. nowhere near each other. He did it. He did yeah. get yeah. cut. He, he probably got cut. Got he got his ass hit. I'll tell you this. You know what I thought? You know what I thought when I saw that hit? Oh, I go back. Dirty. I, I went. I went back to the Avengers. Yes. When when Thor and Iron Man, you know, no Thor and Captain America, where they were in the woods. And Captain America. Well, it was Iron Man. Them, and then. Hey, look, hold on. And hold then on, Captain America came with the hold shields. On, hold on, let me finish my point. <laughs> so they in the woods. And all Thor says is, You want me to put the hammer down? That's exactly what Huff was saying when he hit his ass. He was Dude. like, You want me to put the hammer down? Bam, here it is. If when you he wanna, got up, I was like, they better not throw a flag. That was one of the cleanest hits okay. I've ever yeah, seen. So, it was beautiful. If you want a more recent comparison, because you know, lot is a you know, that's a long time. But if you want a more recent comparison in that style of hit and what it would what could remind you of a more Ghost recent or hitting her. No, oh, I no, said that. Yeah, didn't I call it a hitner? Oh, like oh, I said that flat yeah. out. That was the first time I felt like that big hitner energy. Yeah, in the, I, but. Back if you go off how clean that was and how well he read that, that looked like Ed fucking Ed Reed coming from fucking back <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, hey, so um media. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the safeties, man? I need you to chime in, bro. Cause I'm gonna get you on the show. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get you on my show specifically. You're gonna get some you're gonna get spicy with me, bro. It's in there. <laughs> I, I gotta find a way to pull it out of you. I know you got it in you, bro. I know you do. You got spice in you. Trust me. When you make when you make up your mind to be nice and cordial, and then Dion starts going off, like you can't help but bring that same energy. Like I, I convince myself every time we have a round check, I'm gonna be nice, I'm gonna bite my tongue, and let them have their fun. And then Dion goes off, and it just it sets me off every week. But what yeah. what is your view on the safeties, media? I I, I, I am I am a little worried about it just because i haven't okay. seen a bunch of odom just like playing a whole lot of safety because he's been you know mostly special teams guy and then obviously Tavares more still you know trying to get back to what he was you know because uh, he's coming off the achilles so i feel like there's some just some question marks okay. with like okay. just health and I can un- I can I understand that I, I get I get why you and Christian feel that way, and I completely get it. My thing is I feel like I feel like Huff and and Jimmy created a really good bond, mm-hmm. and Jimmy said, "You know what? I like this kid. Let me teach him. Let me show him." He became Jimmy's Padawan. <laughs> yes. And Jimmy yeah. Ward right now is like his Obi Wan. Yeah. So he's telling him. You you ain't Anakin, you ain't even Luke, but you at least like a distant cousin that I could teach. You got a little <laughs> bit of the force in you, so I'm gonna go ahead and teach you some things, and then you're gonna go ahead and jump in to be a full-on Jedi. And when he laid that hit out, 
I was like, well, he definitely believed in the force. The metachlorians was all flowing through his body. We're going to see. I, we will see a bigger, a big improvement um, in Hufunga, yeah. though, this year. Like, What's I know up, I'm, Matt? Man, where the fuck you been at, Matt? Matt, nope. let me tell y'all something, man. Matt is my dog. Matt be doing. Matt, Matt's been with me since the beginning. Like I swear to God, when I had like two followers, Matt was one of them. That's my guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he 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 been he been a wall, man. He probably just been living life doing his thing. <laughs> but I appreciate you jumping in, Matt. You know I ain't got nothing but love for you, bro. Fanbase saying uh, who to Hufanga, but they're the but the reason they're saying that is because they're actually scared. Oh yeah. I'm gonna tell yeah. you right now, man. You here's the thing: you don't let a young kid with that kind of talent be trained by Jimmy Ward and and, and Troy Polamalu. Oh yeah, like and you, you got to yes, yes, he has cause of humility. He's very he's very humble. But the one thing is, Troy Polamalu had him not just doing football shit. It was hey, man, educate yourself. But Read this, learn that. Like, like you teach the thing is, you teach people life skills and it helps them with their profession. Because I can tell you this I've had plenty of little dudes out, you know, when I was living in LA that I didn't help bring up because I didn't have no brothers, so I always adopted brothers. And I've had little young guys that were there that were around me that I taught them things. You know what I'm saying? You teach them some little fun shit, you know, how to be a little, you know, how to, how to have your fun, how to be a player, stuff like that. But you still got to teach people man things, like guidance. You got to really tell them what's going on. They need to understand life. And that's what Troy Palomalu was brought into Hufunga's life. And then at the same time, that Polynesian culture, they are so yeah. close-knit like that. It's insane that, you know, any of them get away from, you know, the next person. Yeah. And, and, and the, be the best thing about them, the best thing about them, I'll tell you right now, if you ever want to get hype, have these cats do a haka in front of you. Oh, fuck you, yeah, There's dude. no way you can't build up energy. Watch yeah. the passion they have when they do that because they're basically telling you, hey, man, this is the, this is the energy of our ancestors. This is who we are. When he throws that tee up, He's not playing about that. And I that, feel like that was the that best part of the Packer game when he got that hit and the entire sideline, Armstead and everyone went right to the yeah. line and they all did it with him. And if we're speaking about his teachers, we're also forgetting Fred Warner kind of adopted him last year. Like mm -hmm. every game, they would kneel down, face the goal line, they do a prayer together. And Warner's been there for Telenoa all along. So uh, when it comes to him, Hufunga, like, um, it kind of goes back to what I was saying about, you know, USC and their inability lately to. You can't mention that school with Dion on the podcast. He gets Dude, mad. I know. Well, he, he just agrees because I shit on him anyway. I hate that school. But like, <laughs> their inability, their inability to, their inability to, uh, per, like, actually, like, um, why can't I think of the word? To actually, like, develop their talent has been so terrible the last couple of years. Yeah. So, with you know Hufunga working with um, Paul Amalo and all these guys like that, he, he has all this potential, and he's just finally getting the, um, the coaching, the coaching, and and the ability to actually get better now that he's with the Niners. 
I do think we're just going to continuously see that improvement. I think that's what's going to happen with uh, Drake Jackson too, which is probably why we drafted him because he, he was supposed to be a first round top 10 pick coming out of high school, but he went to USC and they've been so fucking terrible at developing their talent lately because they've been a fucking dumpster fire of an organization <laughs> the last five years or so that they're, you know, these guys are coming and coming into low draft picks and end up being fucking studs. As Wasn't they it also right that um, right after the Jake Jackson pick, he he said USC band together or something in like some Instagram post or something? Oh yeah, yeah, he definitely very. He was very happy that Drake Jackson came along because, like, what what people don't realize is when you do go into the NFL, man, it, it's a whole nother world because you're going somewhere you don't know no damn body. Yep. If you have family there, you luck out, but it's extremely rare that you go somewhere where you know everyone and you don't. And when you get somebody that just came from your school and you know them personally, it makes life a little easier. What if Huff said, you know what? Hey, bro, it's just me, man. Why don't you just come roommate with me for the first year till you get on your feet? You know what I'm saying? Like you create that you and you build that. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you know, <laughs> though, though I can't stand USC because I'm a diehard UCLA fan. You know, I remember you got pissed at me for showing that gift when I had to go on mute. Yeah, I, I still understand. You know, <laughs> you got so mad at me facing like, you know I'll saying? sit on but USC all day. It, it, it well, I mean, we know because you're a Utes fan, so that that's automatic. No, dude, I, but I grew up in Southern California, hating them fuckers anyway. Oh, I, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I never, I never liked them, not once. Yeah. I, I, I like the talent they produce, but I, I can't stand school. No. I, all I, right, I so. <laughs> To end it, the show off. Oh, snap. Did he say, hold up, Teradome? Yep. I'm going to give you some respect, baby. Because the, <laughs> you, the you, now the you in the 90s, in the early 2000s, that the you was, as uh, the University of Utah, the actual you where there's fucking two uh, yeah, no, we are not talking about Utah. Bro. Yeah. We are talking about <laughs> Miami. Miami. Talking about I just think it's funny that Miami calls themselves the U because University of Utah, that's fucking two U's. That would be the U because the fucking school is U. There he, he is. He, look, 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 you see him? He had to look. He, he, Christian had to get that out. He was holding on to that. Yeah, thing. fucking. That's I hate the fucking Miami Freddy calls himself the U. You motherfuckers are the fucking M. You're all college Yo. fans, right? Yo. Let me... <laughs> motherfuckers. Fucking you, my ass. Teradome is like drug test. You guys are all college fans, right? So can I ask you a question? And the way how they do the U is a block U. It's, how ridiculous is it that the Buckeyes actually trademarked the word the as their new like slogan. They just oh, know as I mean, V. Look, Melissa, you can trademark any goddamn thing you want. Yeah, huh? You can. You really can. You can trademark some of the stupidest bullshit. I give you I give you the funniest trademark ever. <laughs> so you know how the Kardashians was doing that oh crap, they was doing that first. Cardi B trademarked the shit. Them motherfuckers had to stop using it. They got pissed. It should be buried I, in the I, ground. If you're going to mention a female celebrity, I'd rather talk about your wife loving Selena than ever having to hear anything about that horrible reality family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. Uh, it's always good. Selena. <laughs> freaking. Yeah, what are the, the Hispanic Did she just say thank you in the background? Yeah, Selena Quintanilla, man. Greatest yeah, Tejana singer like of all time, bro. Like the one that got murdered. Yes, yes, unfortunately. I listen to crime podcasts. I listen to one where they talk. Hey, I'll about tell you. I'm gonna tell you right her, now. 
her story that lady, sad. that lady should just stay in jail. Okay, Yolanda Saldivar does not need to be let out. Her life is in danger. No, did you like, see her actually use Chris Perez's book release about his late wife as her, her way of trying to get out of prison? She's huh? a psycho. That woman is psycho. She's yeah, psycho. I don't know about that. We're going to move she, on. Did she watch the Netflix gonna, show? She took advantage of I did. I didn't like the Netflix show. She took advantage of one of the nicest the Netflix show. Yeah, Have the you, Netflix show was... Eh. I actually, okay. I liked it. The movie if, was the best thing for me. If I can recommend anything for Selena, if like you're a die die hard Selena fan, fuck, you Joey? gotta read Chris's Chris's book about her. I don't know her that well. I just know from like that, oh no, yeah, his book. Yeah, my, my wife has the book. His book. Is, I adore that book. And my my great. best friend, my former best friend, the best gift he ever gave me was he went on iTunes and he went on my account and he hacked it and he bought me that ninety dollar. Um, ultimate collection of hers, which is everything that she's ever done, every song, every oh, everything. Yeah. yeah. Wait, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. We got to touch this. I'm sorry, <laughs> because if he's <laughs> No, no. Joey, what Joey needs to do, I'll start paying him if he starts working on my TikTok account, all right? <laughs> oh, God shit. God damn it. So busy yeah, wait, did getting he, the hive. Wait, how, how did, where, where is the hive at now? He's got the hive at like what? It's like almost at twenty thousand. That's crazy. Yeah, Joey's pretty right, good. Joe, there you does. go. You want some money? Beat up. Say work on the TikTok account, and he'll he'll give you some yes. bread. Other than that, <laughs> they mark the hey, name before he them, does, and them, you can do so. Them funny, her, them funny hermits are good at good at TikTok. Don't set Joey off. Hey, Joey's about to come at you, bro. Joey gonna come with the shit. You know he is. But um, Uh, we don't have to touch the special teams. We already know who the fuck they are. That's kind of obvious. I just all right. I'm gonna do this real quick. We're gonna start with you, media, because you've been a little quiet. (laughs) I need an X factor, and I need a bold prediction for that X factor. (sighs) Okay. And I need when when you get. Give it to me. I want that energy, man. I want to feel like he about to jump through the screen and just tackle a dude. I want you. I want you to go out like Christian just went out right now about his Utah. <laughs> exactly. You see the energy he had about 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 the, the real you. The yeah, real you. Prince was what that guy that was that talking about. Yeah. But is is he even an alumni of the fucking you? Or the M, I should say. Because that. All right, media, go ahead. Utah's my alma mater. righty. Um. Okay. So you said hot take and an X factor, right? Mm-hmm. Oh man. Okay. Uh What were you looking at, media? Yeah, I'm just trying to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, everybody got to look up. Yeah, got to yeah, look up. <laughs> I'm just trying to <laughs> think because I, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time thinking of the hot take. So. All right, we're gonna let you think on well, that. Yeah, now. we'll let's we'll come back we'll, to you. We'll come back to you, Melissa. Same thing. I need, I need an X factor and a hot take for that X factor. 
I need some. I need. I, and I, I need that energy. I need that. That that grit. Okay. Bring bring that jersey out. I'm gonna say, Kinlaw is gonna shut down every freaking hater out there. You're gonna forget the name DeForest Buckner, and he is gonna have at least nine and a half sacks this year and a shit ton of pressures where these quarterbacks are running for their lives. Oh, oh, I like it. Okay. I like all that is that is a fantastic take. Media, you ready or should we skip over to the next person? Are you still thinking, sir? Yes, please skip over. All right. Christian. Uh, real quick, I, I just want to say that I've been wearing this for the last two days, and I want to thank my high family because if it was oh, not for this party, I would not have gotten through all this freaking 10 nonsense all freaking week. And I'm wearing my, my Trey area shirt today. There you go. All right. All right, lefty. Go so, left. Um, go left. What are we doing? You saying <laughs> I need I need an X factor. I need okay. a guy on his team that's gonna make an impact, and I need a hot take on what his okay. impact is going to be. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm gonna go with Lance then if it's this if they're both continuing because I wasn't sure. So okay. I'm gonna go with Lance because what I'm gonna say is because as much as we've been harping all off season that he's gonna be slinging it, mm-hmm. what my hot take is. I think we're wrong, and I think he's going to have a similar fucking season running the ball the way Lamar did in his MVP season. And he is going to – but his the difference is he's not going to be juking people. He's going to be running people the fuck over. Ooh. Fucking power running that shit, and he's going to fucking have an MVP cal- caliber season just if running I the ball. And this team is going to run QB all over like, everybody. I love it. QB is I would rather him to be like Josh Allen, trucking people in the red zone. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's true, but I don't yeah. think he's. The, I think if he's not there yet, Kyle, and he might not be because he's so yeah. freaking raw and young. That there's a good chance he's gonna be fucking running the ball a lot. And if that and if that is the case, which I think it might be, I think he's gonna he's gonna fucking kill it because the run game in general is gonna be fucking. I, I just need one touchdown, like the Packer touchdown, where he's running right behind the silverback and he just runs right in easy peasy for the end zone. Shit, I just go ahead and behind the silverback. He's gonna be I running score a touchdown running behind that big yeah. of a human but, but being. There's a, but there's a reason why that got me through all my brother's BS. Oh so yeah. I would just rewatch that over yeah. and over and over again to to comfort myself. Yeah, and say I think that there was bigger and better things coming. Yeah. Remember, Melissa, I gave you the biggest. I know. Never give four wins to zero losses in the playoffs, yeah. and my brother, to this day, cannot stand it. I, I kid you not, he has stopped <laughs> using the word name Mostert. He will not even admit that that person was on the field, did anything. He is completely in denial now. <laughs> I wouldn't want to either. Then after the way he ran all over the ass, honestly, honestly, I wouldn't want to even. I, I wouldn't want to. Honestly, though, the way we beat him this past season was way more embarrassing. For them. Right in the oh, house, yeah. in the oh, tundra. He, he does not find embarrassment. He blames his special teams coach, and he blames his special teams because they're like they didn't block Jordan Willis. Okay, Bro, you if, if they didn't block Jordan Willis, then how the hell did he have the block field goal and the block punt? There was two plays, not one. Score. All right, so beat up real quick, please. By all means, brother, hand us okay. your X factor. All right, here's my X factor right here. All right. He got some queued up here too. <laughs> I know he's about to do some. Oh shit! Oh my! 
Yeah. Oh, Let it play. Guns. He's got it all. Nick Bosa never misses arm day or leg day. <laughs> but last year, he missed the top 100 after missing 2020 with a torn ACL. Our freshman year at Ohio State, he was actually coming off of the ACL. And when he made his way back, he was himself. I've seen what I've always seen from college, just how crazy strong Nick is. He can go around the edge with speed, with hands, and he can run you over. This is just an effort sack. This is what Bosa does best. Just hits him with a bull rush. Man, the most boys right there. What makes Nick so dynamic is his understanding of the game, but his, his ability to play with low leverage. His knees be touching the ground. He'd be bear crawling, and he'd just boom, pop up. He's able to stop and start and turn and twist. Well, when you put Odell Beckham Jr. on him, advantage Nick Bosa. They try to bring Odell Beckham to help cut him off. <laughs> no chance. He's so mobile, flexible, and able to hit the edge with speed. Bosa like a steamroller off the edge. That's the, he's the only guy that fucking Wilson can't outrun. Oh, this does this a whole lot. Bosa got the four-point stance. Just ripped that out in and back in real quick with the hand swipe. That's 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 a tough. <laughs> Nick Bosa's right up there. He's a uh, definitely a guy you have to study. In 2020, Nick ranked 17th, the highest debut for a rookie defender in the history of the top 100. Yeah, and they had to go and give it to Michael Parsons this year. Like Brother fucking Joey. bullshit. At this point, I'm so over competing with him. I just want him to do the best he can and me do the best <laughs> I can. But I think he's good. Joey right. knows his brother's better. At 15 seconds. They sound so identical. <laughs> so I think he deserves to be higher than me. Last year, it was they're both just big meatheads. <laughs> you know the funniest part though of last year was that no. we had the the, the camp with the Chargers and Jimmy was hold on, tagged. Hold on, hold on. Behemoth of a human. Can I jam your thumb when I high five you? <laughs> no? Good. <laughs> They're freaking natures. They're just complete players. You know, 4-3 DN, that's something I want to do. Bro, I don't care what nobody says. Him and his brother sound exactly the same. I don't care. How Bro, they sound exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. So, the thing was, last year when we had that thing with the Chargers, and um, they had a, like, like touch when they were gonna sack the quarterback. Uh, Jimmy said on the record like five times that I didn't even know it was Joey saying it instead of Nick. So I'm just so used to that tone where Nick's like, "I'm sorry, dude." Yeah, like the set they they just sound really <laughs> five times. It's that meathead tone. Yeah, it definitely is. Oh All right, media, you got some? Yes, sir. So my take. This is real hot. I think. Well, you know what? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Give him, give him the screen, man. Okay. Put, put yes, the full screen. There. I want to see this. I need, I need, I need this. How do you do it? Uh, well, yeah, not you. <laughs> no shish, you're locked back. Fucking beaters. There we go. There we go, Brandon. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Eric Armstead is mm. going to have. His 2019 season, and it's gonna have 10 sacks. Ooh. 
I like it. Eric Armstead with 10 sacks. I like it. He is saying that this defensive line is now going to wreak havoc on every oh, – wow. Why are you doing like that? <laughs> Why are you doing like that, Teradol? That's so fucked up, Teradol. I like that. I like that freaking – I like that uh, – that take though, because oh, it is a hot take, but it is awesome. I do agree with it. You know, I think Armstead's gonna have a special year because he's gonna be inside the entire he whole also, year, uh, which he, he needs to be. He benefits with uh, yep. good players around him, and it, it excels his play. I will Kinlaw in there, and Kinlaw staying healthy and fucking just. Yo, I want Kinlaw to pick off Justin Fields so badly and do another disastrous flop flip into the end zone like he did against Arizona coming out of the half. All I gotta say about Ken Law is nobody, <laughs> nobody that damn big should be that damn rich. That's crazy. Did you see who he carded though in helping him get to that shape? He what? said he hit he hit up Nick Bosa, he hit up his brother, and he learned the Bosa diet and Bosa way of working out to not only stay limber, but to that not have your legs break down on you. Okay, I'm gonna say some real crazy shit right now. The Bosa family, that shit starts in the daddy's ball sack. These <laughs> motherfuckers are, are literal sperms running defensive drills in their daddy's nutsack. And the minute he goes right into his mama's womb, <laughs> this motherfucker's practicing three-point stands, get-off drills, all kinds. I'm pretty sure that poor lady's ribs and bladder are probably destroyed after them kids. Jeez. Because these kids are probably running plays. And running defensive drills inside their mama's womb, and and, okay. and coming straight from the daddy's ball sack straight to it. And no, I don't hey. have to say hard on that. The shit is just these just facts. I'm sorry, you can't have two then, kids but that you, do what they do and sound the way they sound, and don't think these motherfuckers ain't think, been playing football since their conception. Think about what she just said, though. Fucking um, the mountain of a man, Kinlaw, just fucking went to the fucking best people he could have went to mm-hmm. to stay in shape and be a beast. Oh, fuck, dude. It was mostly about his that. legs and not having that, those constant pains in his legs uh, and his diet yeah. and how you could build up muscle up top and below without uh, compromising compromising the structure of your bones and your muscles. Yeah, he's going to be a beast this year. He, hey, so Dion, Yeah, the what? best part about the Bosas was Joey, the first thing he did after he got that big payday was boil Build them like a super gym in Fort Lauderdale for the two of them to have. It's awesome. Oh, they yeah. Work out together all offseason. What's up, B-Dubs? Now it's your turn. <laughs> all right. So my hot take is going to be – it's going to coincide with Lefty. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ayuk mm-hmm. will be Ayukin DBs all year long. Brandon Ayuk will have over a thousand yards receiving. Brandon Ayuk will have double-digit touchdowns. Brandon Ayuk will be a Pro Bowler and first-team mm-hmm. All-Pro. Mark my words, it's gonna happen. You know, Mariah is somewhere in Vegas right now, smiling, and she has no reason to understand why, but she is if just because see, of that take. If we Ayuk see that out of him, bro, look, we make it like, to Super Bowl. I literally did not want anything to do with 10, period. He didn't work out with him. He didn't talk about him. If you notice, when everybody else came to his defense, didn't see Brandon do it. Everybody else was like, he just wins. Look at his stats. 
He did it. Oh man, we gotta love Jimmy. Didn't Brandon almost get a thousand yards his rookie year with CJ Beathard and Nick Mullins as his two legitimate quarterbacks? And he was out by the time that Jimmy was supposedly rumored to come back, but he Mm -hmm. never did come back because he missed those last few games. So he almost beat Jerry's record in his rookie year with two of the worst quarterbacks. Yeah. And that I mean, and you gotta think about it. I'll tell you, I'll tell you another another guy who's currently suspended, who made his career off of a rotation of quarterbacks, DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. D-Hop played yeah. with everybody and they mama. He played with me, you, Melissa, uh, Andrew, uh, uh Lefty, Vita. No, I do not want to ever – I do not ever want to be associated with the, 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 we the quarterbacks all, that Texas had. But I'm saying, like we, like he literally played with anybody who would throw him the ball, and still would yeah. make amazing ass fucking catches. And I hands. know he's suspended oh, right now. Oh no, his hands ever. are ridiculously massive. Like oh, it's like they talked about OBJ. I was like, no, nah, OBJ ain't got dude, shit on D Hop, man. That motherfucker dude, got some big hands ass hands, bro. Ginormous, bro. Yeah, he's got, like, he's got uh, Deacon Jones hands, bro. Yeah. Hey, and Deacon Jones, boy, Deacon Jones is the reason that they outlawed that slap. You know that. Because he was doing that because you... You seen the guy's fucking hands, Dion? Because what it does is when he slaps you in the ear hole, it makes your ears ring. So mentally, you can't focus. So when they noticed that that's what the fuck he was doing to these offensive linemen, they outlawed the shit. Because he would. He would come off his three-point stance and literally one, two. And once you once you (laughs) did that, you have your ears ringing. So when your ears are ringing, you can't focus. So next thing you know what happens, you just let him walk right past you. Deacon Jones for the sack. Exactly, because you can't do – shit, I know, I know I can't focus if my ears is ringing or some shit. That definitely would kill <laughs> me. But I think we we almost about two hours in, man. I think it's about time yeah. to shut the motherfucker down. Yeah, All right. Go. I gotta go so before, before we end it, um, once again, guys, uh, I did sign up for this playback thing. Yep. So we'll be going live every week to watch the 49er game. Here's a website. I I pinned it inside the chat on YouTube. So, Except for the Tampa Bay game because we'll be there. Yeah, we'll we'll be there. But getplayback.com backslash room. You guys got to take a group photo and tag me on Twitter so I can see it. Honestly, yes, I'm, sure. I might end up not being able to go, so we'll see what happens. Well, you got to find a way to get Christian, your ass. You, yeah, you better get your ass over there. <laughs> Anyways. Christian, um, I will come. I will come to Mormon country and find your ass. <laughs> Me and Vita, we'll take a road trip, yep. drive to Utah. We're gonna be out there. We may, we may look well out of fucking place. <laughs> we'll find your ass. Fucking. They gonna look at me like, hey, they kidnapped that guy. We didn't kidnap him. He wants to go. Shut up. Yeah, he wanted to go. He wanted to go. The no one hour breakdown on on Taylor Pepper making the team. Hey, look, man. Let me tell you something. Okay? I like Tabor Pepper. You know why? Because he embraces that shitty ass fucking Madden rating that they give him. Oh yeah. He tells you straight up, like I'm the baddest, I'm the baddest 26 rated Madden player you've ever seen, and I love that because you know what? You got to give Tabor Peppers a little Thank respect, you, man. I know he's a long snapper. Tabor's the goat. I know yeah. he is, but you know what I'm saying it, it is what it is. Thank you. Big Silverado Kev in the building. My boy Kev, thank you again, man. Nothing but love to you, Kev, man. You know we appreciate you, bro. Oh, and um, before we log off, I want to wish a happy 50th birthday to Super Dave because it's his birthday yes. tonight. Happy Super birthday, Dave, to Super Dave, man. Real talk. Happy birthday talk. to you, baby. Real talk, not a talk. Nothing but love. 
I'm hey. sorry that your birthday present that you wanted was not granted to you, but uh, don't worry. Trey Lance will make up for all of that by giving us some wins and getting us into the playoffs. <laughs> okay, so if you guys haven't yet already, hit that subscribe and like button. We really appreciate it. We're trying to grow out here. Uh, if, if you murder that like button. Debo, Debo that. I actually, I wrote on the first comment on Dion's channel, I said, all pro silver back that like button. Yeah, so whoever's on Dion's <laughs> channel and Iron Gang Podcast, come over to Forever Faithful Podcast, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Really appreciate it. Whoever's on Forever Faithful Podcast, do the same thing over on Iron Gang Podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, everybody, go ahead and uh, tell the people where, where they can find you at. I know... Fortnite Media is going live after this to talk about the 53 man roster. So, uh, go ahead and say what you guys say, guys. Go ahead, Media. Alrighty. Um, so, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at 49er Media. I am also uh, keeping track of, you know, been keeping track of the roster cuts. I'll have a whole spreadsheet that's also going to be keeping track of the practice squad and moves throughout the year so make sure you guys check that out on twitter and then on youtube i also have a youtube channel 49er media and my podcast first take niners that is awesome that man got everything under the sun hey kev if i, I know you out there watching bro hey tell don i want in on this show i need in on the real talk matter talk tomorrow but tomorrow i know you guys hey, are i kind of want in too being upset <laughs> With the fact that 10 still exists. So Yo. tell Don I want in. Tell okay. Don I Yo. want in. If you guys come on, you guys got to compete with you and Don when they sing Panama's song because oh, that, that's, no, that's just that's nothing. So, I'll so blow much fun. You and Don have nothing on me. I'll blow them out the box. I'll blow them out the box. Okay. The minute that song, I would. I, I, no, no. They don't, they don't want hey. that smoke. Hey, Kev, hey. Kev, if you're out there and you're watching, bro. I'm telling you right oh, now. My boy, Silver Auto Kev, birthday's on Thursday. Oh, there we go. There we go, Kev. Yeah. Hey, so but yeah, Kev, don't, 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 they don't want to smoke with me on, on, on lip sync. I'll kill it. Hey. <laughs> I'll shut the hey. whole show down. Wait, they don't want that. We did, th we did that for my aunt's birthday this past weekend, and I fucking went fucking hardcore on that shit. And they didn't fucking <laughs> say I won. I was fucking still pissed. That's bullshit. I know you, I know you, I know you. Bro, I, I fucking did, did karma because this is my aunt's uh, had an eighty. It was her fiftieth birthday. We did an eighties theme, so I did karma chameleon, and I fucking went hardcore, dude. I fucking literally put makeup on to look like Boy George, and I still didn't fucking win. Damn, damn. He went the whole nine. I ain't putting on the makeup. I can't do it. I <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. Sorry. No, no, no. no this, this silky smooth skin is natural, baby. You know, yes, sir. You don't fuck with that. Hey, so, <laughs> so we're you know, really no, you gotta get skin. You gotta get skin like media, man. Skin media got the smoothest skin ever. Smoother than the baby's bottom. <laughs> Stop it, dear. Media, hey, there, man. Hey, media, hey, media gonna look. Media gonna look forty when he's ninety. Hey, you're, you're making media. him blush, bro. This thing he blush. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you right now. These people got that. People got that. Hey, they got that skin on lock, bro. I don't know what the fuck it is, man. It's, it's in the DNA, bro. It's in the DNA, man. Hey. Just like us, black don't crack, and, and neither do y'all. Y'all, y'all be out there looking young in the motherfucker. That should be confusing. Hey, uh, media, uh, you too, dude. Um, join that freaking playback if you haven't yet already. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I got the link. I'll definitely join yeah. it. And then, Dion, we need you to um, get in on the moderator part because we got Christian to do it. All right. It, so. I definitely will. Oh, let me go back to this. Yeah. I apologize, everyone. He is a 27. I disrespected his rating. Dude. My bad. I was wow. Wow. Joey. Joey. <laughs> Joey, I just got one uh, say, thing to say to that. I absolutely adore my high family from <laughs> Wedding Gold Podcast to all of you. Like, there's not one of you I don't love we, we, with hey, all man, my we, heart. We always, hey, we always out there. We always go do some crazy shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. You know the funny thing? When you look at the hive, Matt and mm -hmm. Zach are like our serious guys. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. they, 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 they do things, but I'm gonna tell you right now, me and Matt are like, it, we're, we're very <laughs> similar. Because we both get a little a little crazy at times where we. Well, what like, you're saying is we pop. need a Dion Brandt logo that'll swing oh, yeah, every yeah. time you go off. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then that's the thing. Like, then you know, you bring us all together, and then we start bringing other people in. It's even crazier. But look, man, we are one fifty-seven in. Forty-nine yes. media. Follow him. Continue to follow the Forever Faithful podcast. Follow me, Not in Gang podcast. Check out Melissa. You see it right there. The NJ Forty Nine er Izzy. She is on Twitter. Melissa hangs out with all of us, okay? So you can catch her here. You can catch her at the locker room rent. You can catch her just about every fucking where because she's always- And, and every Monday I rock it with Dion on the round check. On the 49ers round check with CG Ruthless, uh, 49er King, uh, Moses, and believe me, man- Yo, we, Moses has got to be so miserable right now that yeah. night is gone. I know he loved him Quantrez night, man, and he didn't make it, but kind of is. And I try to deny that you actually had Womack. Like you're the one who put like a gun to my head and said I had to pick between Denard and Womack. Like you were that first guy that was like all Womack all the time. Got it. Hey, look, man. Hey, you got. It. Hey, also too, before we head out, make sure you guys, if you want the audio version of our podcast. Go ahead and hit up for our faithful podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, all the podcasts you can find and you listen to. We are there. And also is Niner Gang Podcast as well. And shout out to our boy Stefan who freaking edits all this shit and has to do a listen to all our <laughs> neek and poop neek and poop bullshit. Yes, sir. <laughs> shout out to our boy Stefan. <laughs> we will be back, we'll be back I, to preview All the way to Germany. <laughs> we'll be back to preview the Week one of the new 2022 NFL season against the Bears. So catch us the day before the game starts. And Izzy, you have something else to say? Yeah, I just want to give one little quick shout out. Since it's now 12 o'clock on the East Coast. is the day before Kev's birthday. And I have not forgotten that a couple of years ago, I said my birthday wish was not to have a player shout out my birthday, but was to have Silverado Kev back on Nothing But Niners. Cause that's how I fell in love with this community. Cause I saw him on there with both mics on uh, the overreaction show for the Browns game in 2019. That's how I, I got the confidence to join this community. And he honored my wish and he came back on nothing but Niners for one of the March Madness days for my birthday. Unfortunately, I had a 
wake up early that day and I missed it, but I have never forgotten what you did for my birthday. So please, I ask you with all my heart to give him an early birthday present and subscribe to Real Talk and tweet about it, Instagram about it. However you want to share the news, please get them up and get them followers because they are about six and seven of the funniest dudes you will ever come across and they are real and they are wonderful. There it is. That's the greatest way to end the show. Just spread love across the nation. Spread love. Spread love. That's how we live, man. You know. Hey. Other content creators didn't believe in us, but God did. God did. God did. And nobody believed with us, but Forever Faithful Podcast did. Exactly. They didn't believe in us, but not the game podcast did. And I want to thank being Christian for having me on again because I really yeah, do of course. genuinely love being around all of you. Hey, man. On that note, that's the best way to end the show by spreading love. 49ers, 49ers literally have the most content creators ever. I guarantee you there's not another franchise that has as many content creators as we do. Like, I literally have looked, and I guarantee you, I can't find 10 for one franchise. We have, like, who has zero? Jaguars. Oh, yeah, I don't think there's anybody who really wants to talk about them. Oh, speaking of that, before I get out of here, man, I got to say one last thing, and we'll end it. Shout out to my young boy, Deshaun Dixon, for making the final 53. He is there. He is listed as an outside linebacker. He is number 47 on the Jaguars. Young blood. Are you actually going to wear the jersey this year? Yes. I will literally – I am purchasing a Deshaun Dixon jersey. That is the only time ever in my life. See you you got what I, I had I had hoped to win, which was my first jersey off yeah. the locker room ring. Nobody else seemed to want the Trevor Lawrence jersey. And then, of course, you won the horse race. Yeah. Hey. I, I will definitely grab his jersey, man. I'm very happy that he did be able to make the squad, man. Congratulations yeah. to him. There hey. isn't, you know, there isn't hey. another person that's more deserving. Hey. And I like he's on the team with Arden Key. Yeah. Give me the no, cut. Hey, nobody, nobody believed in him. But God did. That's right. <laughs> Y'all didn't believe in this bitches from Norfolk State. But <laughs> I did. Time, faithful. Until next yeah, time, faithful. Is. Go Niners. Go Niners. Peace. Peace.